Y'all, it is about damn time I recorded another podcast. You know, I'm I'm not going to lie. It was just one of those things that it was just down on my totem pole. Um, it was not a priority for me. Um, you know, since recording my last podcast, a lot has happened in my life. So, you know, Savannah went to treatment again. Um, she went to residential again. Work has been pretty busy and I've just been prioritizing my own mental health. I've been prioritizing my daughter and prioritizing work. But, um, you know, I was just, I just finished up work. It's a Friday night and I'm like, you know what? My friend Alex just posted her podcast. I'm going to go upstairs in my room and record another one. So if you guys haven't figured out yet, I'm not trying to like become famous off this podcast. I'm literally recording it with a voice recorder on my phone, laying on my bed with absolutely no script. Um, but again, my my hopes of this podcast is just to, whether it sparks some growth within you, whether you just want to catch up on what the fuck is going on in my life, like whatever you want to get out of this um, from even clicking the listen button, hopefully I can, I don't know, shed some light into that. But I figured I'd take some time in this podcast to kind of share some pretty like deep thoughts that I've been having lately, some struggles I've been having lately, um, a couple life updates and all that, um, all that good stuff. So, I mean, I guess starting out, you know, Savannah went to residential again and that, that hit me, hit me pretty hard. Um, you know, I've been, we've been dealing with her mental health issues now since she was in fifth grade. So we're going on almost four years of her being in and out of treatment and she had had like eight months of a really solid time where I thought that she was doing really well. Um, I started dating Lauren um, and she met him and I think for her it really scared her um, and so she ended up going back to inpatient, going back into treatment. Now, with my daughter specifically, she has a really hard time with abandonment, a really hard time with trust issues. Her dad has never been a part of her life. Um, she was super, super close to my ex. And so in my eyes, I think she's very fearful of me getting into another relationship because she's afraid it's not going to work out. Um, and so she really doesn't like getting close to people. She doesn't even like getting close to me. Like, I don't remember the last time I've gotten a true, genuine hug from her. Like, it's been years since my daughter has ever come up to me and, and given me a hug. You know, it's, it's hard for her to even tell me that she loves me, um, and she always just says it's because she's just afraid of getting close to anybody. And as a mom, it's so hard because I never pictured having a daughter who I didn't have that super, super close bond with. Um, and so 
that's honestly been something that has been really, really difficult for me, um, you know, the past couple of years. And the only way that I really get through that is just by like telling myself like, okay, like she's a teenager right now. She's also dealing with these, you know, mental health issues. She's trying to figure out who she is as a person. Um, and so I'm just going to continue showing up for her, being there for her, telling her that I love her. And then hopefully when she's older, right, when she's in like her 20s, when, I don't know, then maybe she'll like me again. But, um, you know, she doesn't, my daughter doesn't like me very much. And she's kind of an asshole to me, um, which is really hard. You know, the one person that I want to love me unconditionally doesn't. And so... That's something that I don't really talk about on on social media a lot, um, just because she she does watch my Instagram stories. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, I probably need to block her to be quite honest. Um, but my life can be pretty lonely sometimes. Um, I don't mind being alone. I'm very much like an introvert, but I still want to be loved and so to not have that like connection in like my home life makes things like really difficult for me and I think that's partly why I pour so much into myself right I pour so much into work I pour so much into my physique into having routine and having these habits and having these goals to work towards because I don't really have anything else and now that I just said that out loud like I need to get some fucking hobbies and I keep looking into some but like I would want to get into dance or I wanted to do I honestly wanted to do like pole dancing not not for the sexual reasons but for the fitness reasons and to just like lean into my more like feminine side and you know I was a dancer for a long time and so I thought that that could be something cool but like all the classes are so late at night I'm like well what the f so I don't know maybe I'll get back into painting or something but um you know and and now I'm in this long distance relationship with Lauren and Like, he just makes me so happy, you guys. Like, I can't even begin to explain the type of relationship that we have. Um, Like, our communication as far as, like, being in a long-distance relationship, in my eyes and in his eyes, is is pretty freaking phenomenal. Um, We are constantly texting throughout the day. We are constantly like checking in on each other. We FaceTime almost every night. Um, And I feel like he can already read me like a book. So because we text all the time, like if I'm having a bad day, like I think sometimes my responses get a little bit short and he'll be like, Abby, what's wrong? <laughs> I'm like, nothing. He's like, bullshit. And then he'll literally call me and he'll be like, what's wrong? And so I feel like I I resist that 
right? I've always resisted that. I've always prided myself on like, no, like I'm a boss bitch. I can do this on my own. I don't need help. Like I will always figure this out. And I think that comes from being a single mom. But I think he's slowly starting to kind of take that wall down that I have. And he's finally allowing me to see that like maybe I do need someone to like help take care of me. Right, because I've never had I've never had someone who has been a man in the relationship. Every relationship that I've been in, I've always been the breadwinner. I've always been the one to schedule everything, do everything, like I've always been essentially that very masculine person in a relationship which never allowed me to really bring out my feminine side which is that like caring and nurturing and like sexual side of myself and with Lauren I feel like I'm slowly starting to like let that guard down a little bit and I am able to really show that feminine side of me like I mean y'all should see some of these spicy photos and messages that we send to each other but um like I've never felt more comfortable with someone doing something like that because I don't know he just like releases this energy from me and I feel really safe around him and I think that also comes from his actions that he presents towards me so he he always shows up he always asks how I'm doing right he proves through his actions that he cares um and that means a lot to me. It it really does because I've never had that before. Um, and so, you know, will I marry him? I don't know. I don't know. We're taking it one day at a time. <laughs> but um, guys, falling in love with someone is really scary, right? And then even sharing it on social media for me is also really scary because it's like, here I am already putting myself out there in this new relationship. Um you know, and I'm someone now who I'm not going to hold back, right? I'm not going to hold back my feelings, but it's also really scary to kind of share it on social media because if me and him don't work out, then I have to tell all you guys like, hey, like I really liked this guy and it didn't work out and now I'm single again, which I know that no one would like not be supportive of that, but it's still kind of like, like a punch in the gut, but I don't even like thinking about that stuff. Right. You know, something that my daughter said that really pissed me off. She was like, you know, well, long distance isn't going to work because what if what if he cheats on you? And I go, well, that's his fucking problem. Right. And kind of going into that whole cheating thing, you guys like and this is by no means saying Lauren, I think Lauren would ever cheat on me. Um, But if you're worried about your partner cheating on you then you're going to have like all of these, it's just going to prevent you from from so much. And you know what? If your partner wants to cheat on you, you should have the mindset of that's their fucking loss, right? Because I know that if I'm with someone and either they decide to end things or, you know, they do something that really hurts me, like that's their loss. I'm at a point in my life where... I know my worth. 
I know who I am as a person. I know that I'm a good girlfriend. I know that I'll make an amazing fucking wife. And I know that about myself now, but that took a long time for me to get there. All right, I'm not going to beg for someone to be with me. The person that I'm with should want to be with me fully. And if they decide to do something like that, then clearly it was not meant to be. Clearly, I was not that person for them. Um, but anyway, I feel like I just went off on a fucking tangent for that part. But um, yeah, I think another thing that I've been kind of kind of dealing with lately is just this whole like possibly moving to Kansas City thing. So I honestly wasn't sure if I was going to talk about it on this podcast or not because I have no idea if my mom will listen to this or not. But at the end of the day, like, this is my life. This is my story. No one has to live my thoughts every day, right? And if someone decides to say something to me, then that's something that they have to live with. Um, And so, you know, a couple weeks ago... I was, like, really, really hurt by my mom. Um, And, you know, me and her have never had, like, the best relationship. We just haven't. I don't think she understands me. Um, I don't think she understands who I am as a person, what I want as a person. Um, And she's never really agreed with my parenting style, I feel like. Um... She's always felt like she's had to play a part in it when she doesn't need to. And so, you know, I've been talking back and forth with Savannah about moving to Kansas City. And, you know, Savannah um, Savannah doesn't really want to go. And I get that. I understand that. She's a 14-year-old girl. She doesn't want to move away. Um, but... That's a whole other topic in and of itself, but um, when I was away at our retreat for work, when I was in Florida, my mom was watching Savannah, and she told Savannah that if I moved to Kansas City, that Savannah could live with her, and that my mom could take guardianship of her, and my (laughs) level of stress and my level of anger went pretty through the roof so I took a couple deep breaths and you know messaged my mom and was like hey so uh did you tell Savannah if I moved to Kansas City that essentially my daughter can just stay here and doesn't have to move with me and so whatever it was this whole thing but honestly it's not I don't even want to say I'm mad at her right I'm, I'm extremely hurt by her And I'm honestly extremely disappointed in the fact that she would think that it's okay to give my daughter that option, right? Because that's not an option. You know, she has absolutely no right to tell my own child that essentially, hey, you don't actually have to live with your mom. You can come live with me if you don't like the choices that she makes for your life. Um... I really just thought it was the ultimate level of disrespect towards my parenting. And um, I honestly don't think our relationship will be the same for a while, which really sucks. Um, 
And so now I have to deal with that. Now I have to deal with the fact that my daughter thinks that it is now a choice for her to stay here if I decide to move to Kansas City. Um, you know, and this is a decision that I'm not taking lightly. You know, if, if my daughter was a child who, you know, had a ton of friends here and was involved in a ton of activities and loved her school and was just like thriving here... I would never take my daughter out of this situation. But that's not the reality of my daughter's life right now. And she's a child who spends 95% of the time in her room. She has maybe one friend that lives here. She hates her school. She isn't involved in any activities. And in my eyes, I really think that moving to Kansas City could be a really, really great fresh start for her. And I don't know why anyone else can't see that. And so I'm having this battle in my head about, I know that that is something that I want to do, but I'm allowing other people right now and other outside influences to really influence my decision in that. And then it's like, I was talking to Lauren about this. I'm like, and then it's like, what do I do? So like, let's say it's moving day. I'm packed up. We're headed out to Kansas City. And Savannah just goes, no, I'm going to go to grandma's and like runs away to grandma's. Then what do I do? I just leave. I just leave my daughter here. And call me a bad mom. Call me what you will. But like, I'm almost at the point where like, I'm, I'm very stubborn sometimes I'm almost at the point where I'd be like, okay, fine, I'll leave and call me in a couple weeks when you realize that you don't like that decision that you made of staying here with grandma. But then I fear, well, what if she loves it? And then here I am, a mom who left their child, right? The picture of it looks like I left my child to go live with my boyfriend, when that's not the actual scenario. But again, that's me worried about how other people will perceive it or how other people will judge it. And that's something that I've worked really, 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 really hard at overcoming, right? Because I never, ever want to live my life to try and portray a certain image, to try and impress certain people or not impress certain people. I could give a rat's ass if my decisions hurt you or not. And I know that sounds harsh, but again, at the end of the day, you're not walking in my shoes. You're not having my thoughts. And the biggest reason I want to move to Kansas City is because I've always wanted to fucking leave this place. I have always hated where I lived. If you ask anyone that knows me, I have been trying to leave Illinois since I was 16 years old. I have always hated it here. I've tried moving to Florida multiple times with Savannah. Um, You know, and now like when I did go to Kansas City and I stayed there for two weeks, I truly fell in love with the city, right? It's cheaper rent. I'm a single mom. Like who doesn't want to live in a place that has cheaper rent? I love the fitness community in that area. Fitness is a huge part of my life. And 
I want to be able to have friends who actually enjoy some of the same things that I enjoy. They're really big in arts there. Like they have so much to offer there and their schools are freaking phenomenal. I I have so many positives and the only negative is that I would have to force my daughter to go. I would have to make her do a really hard thing that she doesn't want to do, but I know that she could excel there. And so making that decision is going to be a really, really tough one. And it's not set in stone yet. I don't know if I'm going to move out there yet. But it it looks like it's headed in that direction. And so I have to do a ton of inner work and really be confident in my own decision. Um, <clears throat> and something else that has always really helped me is like, is again, as selfish as it sounds, like I have to take care of myself first. I've always been miserable here. I've hated it here. And I know that my health and like my mental health will be better somewhere else. And that ultimately then is going to help my daughter, right? Because if if I'm not my best self, that means I can't be the best parent, which means that then equates onto Savannah. And so, I don't know, she hates me anyway, so why not have her just hate me a little bit more? (laughs) There is my stubborn attitude. Um... So yeah, that's kind of that whole thing with that. So that's been really difficult. Um, And then, you know, work's been a lot too. You know, it's like, I, gosh, I love my job so much, you guys. I fucking love my job. But there are some days that are more difficult for me than others because my job is very mentally taxing, Um, and you wouldn't think that it was, right? You would be like, you're just a health and fitness coach. Like how mentally taxing can it be? Well, when you're working with 60 to 70 women who literally like pour their heart out for most of them in their check-ins, right? They're, whether it's dealing with their body image issues or dealing with relationship issues or mental health issues, right? All of these things, I don't take them sharing that stuff with me lightly, right? They're giving away a piece of them to me whom they're trusting and I care so deeply about them that I'm not just going to gloss over that like, oh, cool, like this is going on. Okay, well, what about your nutrition? Like most of what I do is is mindset stuff. Most of what I do is I feel like a therapist a, a lot. Um, and that's not a bad thing. Like I actually, I went to school um, to be a social worker. Actually, I never finished, but um, mainly because I hated writing 10 page papers. But, um, you know, I, I have a really big passion for helping people through a lot of mental health things or just life changes that are going on in their life. 
Um, but I can't turn off during the week, right? Like I have to, you know, I do check-ins with clients every single day. Thursdays and Fridays, I'm pretty much on calls all day. And I can't just not show up, right? So when I'm recording check-ins, I have to, you know, smile and be encouraging and like all the things, which again, I'm not complaining about it. But if I'm having a bad day, I essentially have to turn that switch off because I'm like, I got, you know, 18 check-ins to do today. Like you cannot be in not a good mood today. Like you need to show up for these women. Um, and you know, some days are easier than others. Like once I get on a roll, once I, you know, start recording those check-ins, I forget about everything that's going on in my own life, but you know, sometimes just getting the getting the energy to do it sometimes can be mentally taxing for me. Um, so if you're a client of mine and you're listening to this, I want you to know that this is me not telling you to quit telling me that stuff. <clears throat> it is literally my job and it literally makes my day to be able to help you through these things. Um, but some days just aren't my best days. And I will say too, like I'm typically pretty honest with my clients as well. Like if I am having a little bit of a rougher day, which I haven't had in a long time, you know, I'll kind of let them know like, Hey guys, this is going on. Like, do you mind if I, you know, get your check-in back to you a little bit later or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, because again, we're really big on having our clients, you know, de-stress and, and focus on all of these things. And I can't be a hypocrite in that aspect and not honor my own work-life balance as well. But again, it's interesting because it's like, yes, it's work for me, but it doesn't feel like work sometimes. Um, so I don't know, but that's kind of where I'm at with that. I do need to get better at time management though too. I feel like my time management sucks, but also Savannah has literally not been in school since January. It's been almost an entire year of having her home. And so like now she took my desk. So I don't even have a desk in my room because my parents bought her a desktop for her birthday and she needed a desk. So I'm like, motherfucker, fine. So now I have to do all my work downstairs which is fine, but just having her home, like, I just cannot wait for her to start school next, or next Monday. She starts at a therapeutic day school. I'm so excited to have her gone all day. <laughs> Mom of the year award, but seriously, moms, you know what I mean. Like, I am so ready for her to be, for me to just be able to, like, have the house to myself, get my work done, and be done with it, um, but yeah, and then as far as the whole bodybuilding show, I'll probably do a separate podcast on that because I don't really feel like getting into all that today because that's a whole story in and of itself. But I will say I had someone ask me, they're like, are you doing it because you started dating Lauren now? And the answer is no. Um, I actually hired a coach back in January of 2022 to do a show that I told no one about. Um, but that's kind of when my hormones started to tank. So I was already training to compete then. 
And then I realized that like, I'm like, this is not good. Like something's going on with my body. So, um, so now take two guys, this is something I've been, I've wanted to do since I was in high school. Like I've always wanted to do this and now more so for like that science aspect of it. But, um, again, I'll, maybe I'll record a podcast about that separately, but, um, yeah. So those are kind of my, those are kind of my thoughts that I don't really share on, on social media as much. I'd say like overall I'm doing, I'm doing okay, but I mean, I'm lonely. I miss my boyfriend all the time. You know, my daughter hates me. (laughs) My relationship with my mom is not going great. Um, Work has been working you know, just working a lot of hours and, you know, financially right now it's, you know, things aren't always easy, like financially for me, you know, being a single mom, like, even though it sounds like I make like decent money, which I do, you know, but in the grand scheme of things, I've been paying a fucking college tuition for the past four years. Like my daughter literally costs me at least 30k plus a year with all of her medical needs you know and so financially that's been a really big um a really big struggle for me i've had to become really really good at managing my money um but there's also like there are business ventures that i want to kind of sprinkle sprinkle into I'm trying to think of the best way to start investing some of my money um either getting into real estate investing or I'm not sure I would like to keep it in the health and fitness space I just I just don't know what I can do you know in regards to the job that I have just because of um you know I can't um I can only coach with VGFN, which is fine. That's all I want to do is coach with VGFN. But, um, you know, I've always wanted to either like create a, like a subscription workout program or create like eBooks or something along those lines to just continue doing that. Something else I've always wanted to do is I've always wanted to coach coaches. So not like the business side of things, right? There's a lot of like business mentorships out there for coaches, but I want to create a service where I can f- actually help coaches who are coaching clients with their own clients and either create more of a subscription service to where they can come to me with any questions that they have about current clients that they have or have it be more educational where it's more of like an educational course about how to become a coach and how to get your clients results in like all different types of areas. So I don't know. I'm also trying to not like put too much on my plate right now, right? I don't need the added stress, but also I'm very much a go-getter, a goal-oriented person. I'm an Enneagram 3. Um, I have no fucking chill. Um, and so my mind is always racing. I'm very much very much have an entrepreneurial mindset, um, but I just have to be realistic with how much I can actually put on my plate. So anyway, those are my thoughts with everything. So um, I don't know if you guys got anything out of this podcast. (laughs) I don't know if 
if you're feeling very enlightened about it. But if anything, maybe it can help you realize that like, you know, not everyone's life is peachy, peachy perfect. Um, but you can still like, despite everything that I complained about on this podcast, like I, I still am genuinely a, a pretty damn happy person. And I love my job. I love what I do. And, um, you know, I, I still do very live a very comfortable life, but um, I still definitely have my struggles. But I think what helps get me through that is just really having that that growth mindset and having that positive outlook on life, right? You can always change your circumstances. You don't have to be stuck in whatever you're stuck in. Um, and the biggest thing for me has always been, you know, setting those boundaries with people. And so like with the instance with my mom, like that's a pretty hard boundary that I'm going to be setting here pretty soon. So, um, yeah, so that's that. But, um, anyway, I don't know what I'm going to drop a podcast again, but I think it's just going to end up being very sporadic. So, um, if you listen to this, send me a message on, uh, on Instagram, let me know, let me know your thoughts and, uh, you guys have a beautiful rest of your day, rest of your night, have a good weekend, whatever the fuck you're doing. And I'll talk to you later.